I'm your girl, your best friend in your head, got you. They told me I was young, black and gifted. On my show, you can ask me industry questions about screenplays, about stage plays, about copywriting, about books, about self-publishing, anything you want. You can ask about love, life, relationships, whatever you want to talk about. What up, Ray? Call in and actually, so I'm your girl, best friend in your head, got you. Hey, everybody. Welcome to On The Wake Up Radio. The name of this segment is called Ask Jaleesa. I'm your hostess with the mostest, your girl Jaleesa. Shout out to our producer, the beautiful and talented Miss Cindy Ashby. She's the one who keeps the lights on, so we're so grateful for her. You guys can follow me on Instagram at Ask Jaleesa or on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, Ask Jaleesa Williams. You can follow the show and all of the networks and all of the shows on the network at On The Wake Up Radio on Instagram. Let's get right into it. Today's topic is business and industry networking 101. And we have a special guest, my brother, my bestie, businessman, entrepreneur, Chris Johnson, a.k.a. CJ. How you doing? How you doing? How's hey, going? bro. So glad to have you on with us tonight. Glad to be here, you know. Yes, yes. <laughs> Tell the people where they can find you. What are your socials? Uh, man, a couple of them, right? So, uh, people can find me right uh, on business page. You know, Mills by CJ, which is my primary focus in business. Uh, catering, fine dining, private dining, uh, everything, food, you name it, recipes. I have cooking classes coming soon, so that's Mills, M-E-A-L-S, by B-Y, C-J, C-J-A-Y, Mills by C-J. Sounds good, sounds good. Okay, so let's get right into it. I looked up the word networking, and this is the definition that I found. Networking is the action or process of interacting with others to exchange information and develop professional or social contact. So that is our topic tonight is networking, right? So, so tonight I just want to talk to you about lessons and different stories and some advice on networking that can help my supporters. Okay. Okay. So how, how important, how important is networking in business to you and how has networking benefited you in business? How is networking important to me? So networking is everything. Um, Without networking, it, it makes it even that harder to get your business out there, uh, it, it makes it even more challenging uh, for you to really get in front of the people that you want to get into, right? Um, mm-hmm. The way it's impacted my business is, you know, I talk to everybody. There's no one off limits mm-hmm. or there's, there's no one I'm not going to talk to about what it is I do. You know, mm-hmm. when you network, you got to think about it in a couple of things, in a couple of ways, right? Networking is you becoming your own marketing piece of what you do. So you need to mm-hmm. network yourself and what you are, your brand, uh, what you stand for, your morals, all those things, right? But then you also have to network with others to get mm-hmm. what it is that you're doing outwards. But you also may need some sort of resources as well. Mm-hmm. Right? Network, mm-hmm. connecting and colliding, not only what you do, but what other people do, and then finding mm-hmm. a way that you guys can work together. And not always right. like, immediately work with the individuals or in, or or businesses for that matter um, right away. They might not be a fit, but mm-hmm. you keep those connections. And down the road, you might find an opportunity where now you can collaborate with uh, individuals and businesses and so on. So networking is key. It's, it's super important. Right. It goes it goes beyond just you know like just social media marketing and mm-hmm. stuff. Like that's mm-hmm. your first step. In. Yeah, absolutely. It's super, it's super, super important. Um, networking, how is it important to me 
is, you know, I'm in the entertainment industry. So in entertainment, a lot of times, that's how deals get done. It's like they network. You know, it's like if you know the right people, you can get into the right meetings. You can get into the right audition. You know, so for me, networking is um, it's, it's huge for, for my business. I agree. Um, I agree with yeah. you. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, for me, I take networking very serious, but I'm also someone that I don't really like to speak to strangers. So, <laughs> it's always good for me to have a friend like CJ because he speaks to everybody, you know, and he's really, I, I, to me, he's like the networking king. You know, he's somebody that can just go up, speak to people, find out what is it that they do, where are they from, and if they can be beneficial, you know, to, to our circle. So he's somebody, definitely need somebody like CJ on your team when it comes to, you know, comes to networking, because if you're somebody like me, I don't really like to speak to strangers. It kind of makes me, you know, nervous and uncomfortable, actually. <laughs> Um, for whatever reason, I'm not afraid to perform in front of thousands of people, hundreds of people, but I'm afraid to like speak to people one on one, you know, for whatever reason. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, but it is, but it is important, you know, being in the entertainment industry is kind of like you. It's, it's such a essential part of it. Like you, you, you need to meet new people. You know, all the time. You need to know, you know, who's ahead of this and who's ahead of that. So that's why for me, I research a lot. Like I, I research different companies and you know organizations and stuff like that in the industry, so I can kind of know who's this person, who's that person, what they got going on, and how can you know it benefit me? How can I you know get involved in that circle or you know be at an event that they're gonna be at? You know, so yeah, so super, super, super important. So my next question, yeah. So my next question is, what are some of your networking secrets that can help people to connect to the right people? Absolutely. So you know, research is key, right? Mm -hmm. Because not every, uh, not every event or not every thing you're gonna do, uh, you're gonna have the opportunity to research. But mm -hmm. if you have the opportunity to research ahead of time, um, that's the best way. Because now you create your own icebreakers with individuals uh, that you want to talk to, you know. Um, I'll give mm -hmm. you a story, you know. Back in the day, uh, back in the day when I was looking to work in the music industry, I wasn't sure mm -hmm. how to get into the industry. Um, mm -hmm. But I had gone to many networking events. And like I said mm -hmm. previously about networking, right, it's not, you know, you're not going to always mm -hmm. find, you know, an opportunity when you meet somebody to work with them right away. But if you keep mm -hmm. them in your Rolodex, at some point, mm -hmm. an opportunity mm -hmm. will come about. So I, um, you know, I had been to a bunch of networking events. Uh, specifically, I was going to the uh, Black Enterprise networking event. Mm -hmm. That's Black Enterprise Magazine. And um, mm -hmm. I had met a few people there. And from there, I just kept in touch. They weren't really useful for me at that time. Uh, but, I, you know, I like to network and, you know, see what was going to happen. So when I made the decision that I was going to get into the music industry, again, I didn't know which way to go. I didn't know anyone in the music industry at the time. So mm -hmm. I, uh, I turned to some contacts that I knew in the, in the magazine industry, right, which was Black Enterprise at the time. Um, mm -hmm. Some people in the Source magazine as well as XXL. But initially, I turned to my people over at Black Enterprise, and uh, they were holding um, an event that they do annually, which is like a golf and tennis challenge, and it was happening in Orlando, Florida. Uh, mm -hmm. Because of my contacts there and because of networking, I was, you know, I was given some information that a CEO of a record label was going to be in town. He was also going to be attending this event, and... That he was looking for, you know, some new people to bring on board uh, mm -hmm. in the music industry. So I thought this was, like, perfect. You know, now I had to figure out what I need to do. So I had to buy a plane ticket to fly to, fly to Orlando, Florida. I had wow. to buy a ticket to attend this, wow. you know, golf, golf tennis challenge. And, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. you know, I made the investment in myself. So the second piece mm -hmm. of my trip right would be is, you got to make the investment in yourself, right? I did yeah. research. Yeah. That's my first tip. 
The second was mm-hmm. making the investment in yourself. Yeah. Um, so I made the investment mm-hmm. in myself. And um, mm-hmm. I went down there. I met a lot of folks while I was there. You know, a, a lot of great, you know, African-American men and women that were doing things and doing, you know, from all walks of business. And um, it was just really interesting. Mm-hmm. But my sole purpose of being there was to meet the CEO of this big-time music label. And um, uh-huh. I, got to meet him. I got to meet him. And literally, the conversation had to be about 30 seconds to a minute. And uh, wow. he gave me his card and said, you know, Follow up with me in two weeks. So two weeks to the to the exact time, I followed up. I didn't hear anything. Uh, I left a message. Didn't mm-hmm. hear anything back. Um, mm-hmm. And that brings me to my my third secret is the follow up. Right, the follow up mm-hmm. is so important. Right, because yeah. when you don't follow yeah. up, mm-hmm. you get forgotten. Right, mm-hmm. you follow up, you make consistent. You're going to get remembered, but you're also going to get an opportunity. So because of my follow-up and my consistency, mm-hmm. I ended up actually getting in touch with the CEO again directly. Mm-hmm. Matt, you, this is the CEO of a major music label. Um, and uh, I was like, wow, okay. And uh, he had interviewed, or his team had interviewed, you know, 40 mm-hmm. other people before me that had their credentials that came from good recommendations, that mm-hmm. had the experience, out of those individuals, I landed the job. What wow. he said to me when he offered me the position at the label was, I liked your tenacity. You took a chance. You made an investment. Wow. In wow. Miles away from where you currently was from, completely out of your comfort zone, just to speak to me for 30 seconds or so, right? He said that, wow. that I need on my team. Someone's going to drive the distance and go the extra mile to get what they want. And I think those wow. are the three things that make up like the secret of you know mm-hmm. networking, right? Mm-hmm. You know, one, you know, you got to do the follow up, right? Got to be important. You got to do the research, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and you got to make the investment in yourself. You, you can do those three things. It's not really a secret, but you do those three things, you're going to get to where you want to go. I agree with that. I agree with that. I think that's so true. And yep. so powerful. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, one of my secrets, I would say, to um, networking is that don't assume anything about anybody, right? Because let me tell you how I made a major mistake before by assuming, right? So you can't think that just because somebody, you know, doesn't look the part that they're not the part. So me and my friend Saver were, were at the NCP Awards, NAACP Awards. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but we were at the awards. Yeah, we were at the awards. And um, we were trying to find out, like, where was the after party so that we could, like, network. We're trying to figure it out. Like, we're like, where, is it going to be at this club? Is it going to be here? Then we're trying to figure it out. So while we're, like, in this little lounge area trying to figure it out, you know, I'm looking for, you know, for celebrities so I can kind of overhear their conversations of where they're going. Saber is over in the corner talking to a man that's sweeping. And so I'm looking at favor like why are you talking to the help you know he's not gonna help us get into you know the party or whatever like why are you talking to this man we we trying to find out where to ask the party so we can network like why are you talking to you know long story short the man with the broom that was sleeping was actually an executive who put together the actual award show and had extra tickets to the after party. And so <laughs> by my <laughs> and so by my so by my friend being nice to him with him sweeping, you know, we were able to get those passes to the after party. 
And we went to that after party and were able to do a lot of networking with um, with different people. We were able to meet a lot of celebrities that night and to do um, networking with different people. We both made different contacts from that after party. And it was all because my friend's favor wasn't afraid to talk to the man with the broom. Whereas me, you know, I'm following the other celebrities and trying to overhear conversations, but he actually went to speak to somebody and he, the person that he spoke to was actually somebody of substance. So, you know, the moral of that story is, you know, don't judge a book by its cover and don't, you know, don't think that, you know, any resource is too small, you know, like don't think the person with the broom can't help you, you know, get into where you need to get into. You know, so that was definitely um, a lesson that I learned in, um, in networking is that, you know, don't judge. You know, you never know who's who sometimes sometimes in certain situations. So, yeah, that's my, yeah, so that's my story. Um, so my next question is, what impact do you think social media has had on networking? And is it, and is it, and is social media a good thing or a bad thing when it comes to networking? So, in, in my opinion, social media, you know, um, the impact that is made on networking, quite honestly, it, it's real, it's no real impact, right? Because networking still happens in the same mm-hmm. kind of form or fashion. It's just now with a twist, right? Instead of seeing mm-hmm. someone face-to-face or in person, now you're in somebody's DM, right? But it's all about, you know, constructive time and time management, uh, when you're talking about social media, right? Because you have mm-hmm. to manage your time. Who you're going to actually, correct? You're going to actually, you know, try to connect with and actually network with, right? Because just because you connect with someone doesn't mm-hmm. mean you're going to mm-hmm. actually connect. Um, I will say social media is certainly a gift and a curse, depending on how you utilize it, right? Some people utilize social media mm-hmm. just to follow and troll other people. And then people like myself, I use social mm-hmm. media to get ahead, to gain information, to gain access, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. relationships that are going to be fruitful to me uh, in the long run, right? Mm-hmm. So it's about how you're going to utilize social media. Uh, and if you're going to mm-hmm. utilize it to troll folks, then it's probably not going to be the best sort of <laughs> But if you are going to use social media to actually gain access, information, and connection, mm-hmm. then it's going to work a lot in your favor, right? Uh, I'll take it a step further to say it really depends also on what type of social media platforms you're using to actually network as well. Because you may assume that only Instagram or Facebook is the only outlet or way to network or associate yourself with folks, but it isn't. Right, you have mm-hmm. other mm-hmm. platforms that are mm-hmm. very much uh, good to network and so true. So true. Than others. And um, you know, if you're not in, if you're not in the in the in the circle of knowing, then you should ask someone. But uh, if you're not going to ask someone, then you should go back to doing some research because, again, that's one of the key secrets, right? To actually networking is doing the research. Not every social media is the right social media, but there's more than one social media platform that is known to the masses that can also be utilized to network. That's true. I definitely agree with that. Me personally, I feel like Instagram has made networking easier and harder because it has made networking for people that don't really have talent, but that have the following easier. So it's like, literally, if you're putting out fun videos, you're going to have all of the, the celebrities all in your comments, but you're not necessarily a writer. You didn't write that content. You didn't, you know, film it, edit it, or direct it. You know, you're just funny and just putting out, you know, funny videos. And so for me, I feel like social media makes it really easy for people like with bare minimum talent to get networking opportunities with major people just because of their their following. You know, like it's not necessarily 
because of their talent, it is their following. So they're getting, you know, a lot of networking opportunities to to, to get movie roles, to get, you know, um, record deals, to get all kinds of things because of their following, not necessarily their talent. So for me, that's where social media um, kind of pisses me off is when people that are lackluster talent get networking opportunities with major people you know, and the talent is not there. So for me, you know, that's where um, social media, um, for me, kind of messes things up. Whereas networking in person, you could, you have to be that person. You have to be that talent. It's either you're funny or you're not. It's either you're a writer or you're not. It's either you're a singer or you're not. You know, when, when you're in person. But with social media, you can pretend to be anything. And as long as you have the following, you're going to get the different networking opportunities because of your following. So for me, social media is like, you know, um, to me, it it messes with the the realities of networking, you know, Um, well, at least for at least for Instagram and Facebook, not for platforms like LinkedIn. You know, but for, for, for Facebook and Instagram, it's like it automatically gets people that, you know, do not necessarily have the talent. They get to network with, you know, major people because of their following. So that, um, yeah, to me, that's where social media messes, messes things up for me personally. Okay. Yeah. I got mm-hmm. you know, yeah. social media itself has, has certainly, you know, changed the dynamic of yeah. Yeah. notoriety, right? Yeah. Um, some people are going to get noticed because of the notoriety, not because yeah. of necessarily how they network, right? Right, um, right. As creators, we have to look at it as, you know, a measure of creating um, and mm-hmm. expressing because mm-hmm. then that allows, you know, different doors to certainly open up through through those through those methods, right? Um, exactly. Some would argue that maybe that is a way of networking, right? You know, similar to you know the young woman who who put up a whole billboard in Atlanta, Georgia, just to get the you know attention of Tyler Perry, right? The attention of Tyler Perry, right? You know, some would argue that that was pretty tacky and you know maybe doing too much, but then some could argue that was really creative and talented for her mm-hmm. to, you know, take a step further and go beyond what the normal C would be of networking, right? She wanted the attention of someone very specific and her intention was clear. However, um, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it, did, it did land her a role, right? It landed her a role, um, not because of the billboard, because she yeah, actually because had the talent. She actually had talent right. behind that billboard, right? So, right. Mm-hmm. You know, everything's argumentative in a way, but, you know, networking has no rules right now. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Everything is kind of like fair game. You know, the way the internet is set up, everything is like fair game. There really are no specific rules to, you know, to networking, how you can in- interact with people nowadays. So, right. That's Yes, that's very true. Absolutely. So we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with more info on our topic of networking with our special guest, CJ. And just like that, we're back with our special guest, CJ, talking all things networking. So let's get back into it. What's some of your best advice you would give to someone who's afraid of networking? Oh, that's a good one. Someone like me. (laughs) Well, you know, listen, you you first got to look yourself in the mirror and truly believe in who you are. And once you can tackle Mm -hmm. that, then networking is going to be the easier part. Even when you're afraid, you're going to know what the journey is and what your mission is, and you're going to go for it. Um, you know, the confidence got to be within yourself to start. You mm-hmm. got to truly believe in what it is that you're doing. You have to, you know, be submerged uh, into 
the body of work that you create, whatever that is. So therefore, when you network with someone, you're going to be able to convey what you do specifically to that other individual. And that's where, you know, you're going to build relationships because now someone's going to believe in you just as you believe mm-hmm. in yourself. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's highly important to believe in yourself first and have the confidence in yourself first. Um, mm-hmm. But you can't network unless you believe in what you're doing. Right? Absolutely. And that all mm-hmm. has to do with self-reflection and truly believing 110% that you're the best person for it, right? Um, mm-hmm. You don't have to be not arrogant, but you do have to have a self-worth for you um and once you conquer that um i think then you know the networking piece becomes a bit easier but again i'll take you back to the to the, to the topics earlier right of you gotta mm-hmm. research the opportunity of researching before you step into a room you're gonna find ways of icebreakers right you're gonna find right right conversation with someone because you've had the time to research that individual right people that will be in the room with you uh it's a little bit more difficult when you are uh, in a room where you don't know anyone you know it's a networking event you're not sure who's who but there's always things you can point out to um you know when I first started networking the things that I would look towards when I wasn't sure who to talk to or what to say was I would find something on that individual that I would make a target and then I would compliment them on that right so if I was going to walk up to a gentleman and say, you know, uh, and want to start a conversation, maybe he had on a nice tie. And mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. that tie, and I'd be like, hey, you know, that's a, that's a really nice tie. Where'd you get it? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that mm-hmm. would then start the conversation. Right? Right. Same thing there, right? I would compliment on the way they were dressed or, you know, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe a perfume or cologne I've smelled. Something that would open the conversation up right right and believe it or not the easiest mm-hmm. thing here right is that if you go to a networking event mm-hmm. everyone's there to also network so right. you're right. feeling afraid someone else is also feeling afraid it's just a matter of you got opening up the conversation because people are there because they're willing to talk and meet new people to begin with right absolutely absolutely that's so true that's so true so true do you think that networking in the business world and in the entertainment industry are different, or do you believe that they're the same? So the businesses are different, right? Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're talking about corporate America. Like corporate America. Yep. Mm-hmm. And like the music industry, you know, the music industry is, is, a, is a subdivision of corporate America. It's not quite corporate America in a sense because it's not all blue-collar, white-collar type individuals, mm-hmm. right? Um, but it's all the same in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. you got to come up with a vision. you got to know what you want to achieve, and you got to just go for it, right? The appetite for networking has to be the same no matter if mm-hmm. you're – on the field or, or off the field, mm-hmm. right? That's the same reference mm-hmm. to if you're in corporate America and you're suited and booted or if you're mm-hmm. in your jeans and your sneakers, it got to mm-hmm. be the same thing, right? Right. You know, um, the guys that created money and violence, for instance, mm-hmm. you know, they three guys, sneakers and Tims and, and mm-hmm. sweaters and hoodies, but mm-hmm. at some point, they made it to corporate America, right? Mm-hmm, I would imagine mm-hmm. that the networking that they did to get their show off the ground, right, where it was just a YouTube, sen- you know, sensation to uh-huh. making it to title and being streamed on title was no different than the same hustle, right? Same networking, you know, the way they networked in the street, true, they took true. the same mentality and they networked it in the corporate uh, corporate office. Because True. really can't change. What might change mm-hmm. is how you approach situations. Maybe mm-hmm. you're less aggressive. Maybe you are more aggressive. It really all depends mm-hmm. on the situation that you're being placed in. But for the right. most part, I think it's relatively the same. Um, it's just 
different clothing. The people are all the same, though. I agree with that. I actually, I agree with that. I think that is very, you know, very similar, you know, very similar environment. And, um, you know, I think that they're both important arenas to network in. Like if you're in corporate America, you definitely want to network in your environment. So, you know, you can meet the right people and that can help you know, build your business. And then in the entertainment industry, it's the same thing. You want to network because knowing the right people can help you elevate your career. So I definitely do think um, that it's both very similar when it comes to networking, whether it's in the corporate world or it's in the entertainment world. I think that it's very similar forms of networking. Agree. I definitely, definitely believe that. So what do you think are some of the best places for people to network like if you could name location name types of places you know what would be some of the best places you think for people to network i mean i don't know if there's really a a best place or a specific location to say you know networking is going to be better than another place or location networking has to be a part of you daily especially you know what, I'm not going to say especially. It just has to be a part of you on a daily basis because you just never know when you're going to come across an opportunity. You could be right. standing in a Starbucks line and the person right. you are right. behind you could be the opportunity you've been waiting for just by having a simple conversation. You could be at the gas station pumping gas, right? It really mm-hmm. is That's so a location that, you know, uh, networking can happen or should happen. It really is up to you to take advantage of waking up every day and knowing mm-hmm. you want to get to the bag. And if yeah. you want to get to the bag bad yeah. enough, you're going to network no matter where you are right. uh, at any right. time of the day. For me, networking right. doesn't stop. You know, mm-hmm. I could be in the corner store ordering me a sandwich <laughs> or buying me an apple juice, or I could be, you know, sitting at home on uh-huh. social media uh-huh. and come up and start to network. Right. 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 As you know, I own a food business and right. I like to support, you know, African American black owned businesses whenever mm-hmm. I have a chance, you know, whenever I can. Mm-hmm. So, you know, to to talk about networking, right? I was online looking through some, you know, some pages and I came across mm-hmm. a black owned business. Uh, mm-hmm. blanket, and they make breakfast food. Anyone who knows me knows I eat breakfast yes. all day long, yep. 24-7, seven days yep. a week. I love breakfast mm-hmm. no matter what time of the day mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. I was amazed that it's a black-owned business. They made pancake mix and pancake syrup. That's their mm-hmm. primary two products. Um, mm-hmm. And I sent a message to, to the page. And it mm-hmm. happened to be ran and run by the owners of the the, the breakfast line. And um, uh-huh. we had to in. And, you know, one thing led to another where, you know, we've done some business together, right? But mm-hmm. initially, I didn't think, okay, I'm just going to go into this and this is going to be an opportunity for me. I really was coming, you know, to them as a fan and just applauding them for, you know, being a right. business for that matter. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I just thought it was just super cool. Uh, but yeah. I ended up getting a product. I was able to make a, a whole, you know, food video on my page, on mm-hmm. their page that we shared. And it became mm-hmm. a whole thing. So, you know, it, it became a commercial for me and it became advertising mm-hmm. for them. For them, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're just the king of networking. I'm trying to tell you, everybody needs a CJ on their team. You know, everybody needs a CJ on their team. He's just super good at, you know, talking to people and reaching out to people, communicating with people. He's just so good at that. Me, on the other hand, I am not good at that. That is not a strength of mine. God has given me a lot of talents. That's not one of them. You network when when you have to. Yeah, yeah. When I have to. When I have to. 
And if, I, if I'm put in an environment and I have to, then I do. Yeah, exactly. So, so that's that's very true. When I have to, I do. Because I haven't seen you miss an opportunity yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, so networking, so networking has to be happening for you at some point. <laughs> um, it, it has, it has. I, I would say like this, like um, networking. When I worked, I worked at this restaurant. Um, I worked at so many restaurants on my on my journey coming up. I've worked at so many restaurants, but um, at this um, specific Indian restaurant that I worked at, there was this customer named Ron, and he would come in every day, and he would buy the same things, and you know, we just started to talk and get to know each other. So you know, he would ask me, you know, about my life and stuff. So I was like, you know, I'm a writer, and you know, I do different things, and then he would tell me about his business, you know, and stuff like that. And so now, still to this day, he's one of my only millionaire friends. You know, um, he's a millionaire. He's very good with money and finances, and so he gives me, you know, great advice about money and finance and business, you know. So um, just being at, you know, my job and meeting him and knowing him, you know, has been a blessing to my life because he is somebody that's super intelligent and always, you know, just drops money and financial knowledge on me, you know, at all times and, you know, makes sure that I am you know, living within my means and not living above my means and thinking about my future and, you know, about being successful for the long haul, making sure my children and my grandchildren are, you know, reaping the benefits of the seeds that I planted. Um, just working at my job and just kind of talking and getting to know him, networking, you know, in a sense, like, you know, building a rapport. Um, and really getting to know him has um, really been a blessing to my life. So, yeah, I definitely have, you know, have my stories of where I've met certain people at different points in my life that, you know, those relationships have benefited me, you know, um, just connecting with different people, you know? So I, I will definitely agree, agree with that. Now, let's get into this. So who are three business people or three entertainers that you would like to network with and why? Wow, three entertainers or? Yep. or business professionals that you would like to network with and why? So I would love to, uh, to network with like Damon John, uh, CEO, mm -hmm. founder mm -hmm. of Google. Um, you know, I respect him as a businessman, but he came up from the streets, you know, where I'm from. Right, right. Um, he's been just ultra successful. Started with him just going mm -hmm. one person to the next to, to push his line, to, to, to show he was talented, and it led him from networking and communicating and that had, it, it led him to, you know, being on, you know, music videos. Or right, so I would love to pick mm -hmm, his brain mm -hmm. his mantras and some of the things that he's doing and, you know, where's he going, uh, to be honest, like that that would be dope. A dope mm -hmm. conversation. Mm -hmm. Um another person would be, you know, would be Nas. Um not Nas because he's a rapper and because he's you know, had hundreds of millions of album on mm -hmm. the album record sales, but because of his business mentality, Nas owns mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. one, one of the dopest capital venture venturous companies uh, out on the West Coast. Right. And, um, they've been ahead of the curve for a really long time. You know, they were a part of Definitely. Rain. They were a part of a, a couple of other yep. great businesses. You know, Coinbase. He got forty million dollars. One of right, deals. right. He's talked about, right? He doesn't get a bunch of press about everything that he does, but I can only imagine, um, you know, I can only it's imagine what he, what he does. You know what I mean? Um, and then one other person, I guess, would be um, I want to make sure I say I think it's Ryan um, Seacrest. I'm not. I'm saying it's 
the uh the white guy the white guy yep who created the kardashians the kardashian show is one of the longest running shows on television before they correct correct they were the pinnacle of like reality tv as well as the highest gross um as well so i would love to sit down with ryan seacrest to see what life's like on that side of the fence right and understand his business you know mine and just what drove drove him you know what i mean um right right you know um and i would throw in a third and the only reason uh, i would throw i would throw in a fourth here uh-huh. Uh-huh. Kevin Hart, right? Uh-huh. Um, yeah. I had the opportunity of meeting Kevin Hart a couple of different times, you know, as he was making his way through becoming who mm-hmm. he become. And, man, I think this guy's a beast, you know, at this point. And it's like, he is. He is. you know what I mean? And it's just like, Such everything. Such a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, it's like everything he touches now is just like, boom, 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 boom. So, uh, with, uh, those are the four people that I would, you know, love to sit down that inspire me, uh, that I draw inspiration from, mm-hmm. you know, um, mm-hmm. if I had the opportunity, not even if I had the opportunity, when I have the opportunity to sit mm-hmm. with some individuals, I think it's going to be just a dope conversation. Mm-hmm. For me, I actually have a Kevin Hart story, um, Everything that Kevin Hart is doing now with his LOL network, with his um, deal with YouTube, and his deal with Peacock, and, you know, all these different deals where he's created so many opportunities for jobs, right? So many jobs for people in entertainment. I saw this coming five years ago. Like, everything that Kevin Hart has done now, I saw it coming five years ago. When I was in LA and I was losing everything, I was literally stalking Kevin Hart. I was stalking Kevin Hart. I was like, yo, Kevin Hart gonna give me a job. I printed up my resumes, I put it them I put them in a folder and I would literally go to the Equinox gym that he went to every day to try to bump into him. Like I would literally go like every day. But the problem was is that he wouldn't post that he was there until he was there. And I lived so far away from the Equinox gym that every time I got there, he would be gone. So, um, yeah, so I was literally, I was stalking Kevin Hart because I was like, Kevin Hart's going to give me a job. I'm a writer. I know, you know, he's going to create opportunities for black people. I feel like everything that he's done now, I saw it. I saw it five five years ago. I had the vision about Kevin Hart because because of what he did for the people that's around him. Like how he created so much opportunity for his, like his seven main guys. I already saw that, like he was going to be this mogul that he is today and that he was going to create all these opportunities you know i saw it and so literally whenever i did meet i've met him now since then but i haven't met him on a personal level but whenever i get a chance to meet him on a personal level i'm going to let him know that i was stalking him and that i saw you know what he was going to do like i basically was carrying around my resume and i was like kevin hart gonna give me a job kevin hart gonna give me a job kevin hart gonna give me a job you know, but I just couldn't catch him at the right time. But I definitely saw, you know, the vision. I saw, you know, him creating everything that he created. I knew that Kevin Hart was that guy and that he was going to do this. And and he has just like, it's just amazing. Like, it's amazing how, um, how much jobs and opportunity that he has created you know for other comedians for other actors for other writers for other producers like it's insane how many people his lol network employs how many people heartbeat productions employs and he just took them all on a paid corporate vacation this summer you know so i saw all of these things um for kevin hart so i definitely can't wait to um be able to meet him on a personal level and just give him his flowers and let him know that i had provision about everything that he's doing right now. Yeah. But um 
yeah, so for my three people, business or um, entertainment people that I would like to network with and why, number one is Tyler Perry. Of course, it's Tyler Perry because he's someone that I get compared to a lot. Like the number one comparison I always get, oh, she's a female Tyler Perry. She's a female Tyler Perry. You know, I hear it a lot. I get it a lot. And um, it's a huge compliment for me. You know, I don't know if whenever he meets me, if he'll feel like it's a compliment. But um, it's a compliment for me whenever anybody, you know, puts puts me in the in the same space as Tyler Perry because of everything that he's accomplished, you know, from the plays to the movies, to television, to books, to, um, because people don't even know that he's a New York Times bestseller, a two-time New York Times bestselling author, you know, so it's just like everything he touches turns to gold and platinum. And um, so I just would love to sit down with Tyler Perry and really pick his brain and really tell him, you know, how much he's inspired me. And um, and even get to work with him sometime in the future, like us collaborate on something, um, would be awesome. My second person is Sean Dewan. Sean Dewan, what she has done for Black women in television is unprecedented. It's unprecedented. Like what she did at ABC and then took it over to now Netflix is insane. Like, no black woman has ever created, like, written, produced, directed, you know, um, shows of the magnitude as standards, as private practice, as how to get away with murder. Like, make primetime television shows and be a black woman. Like, that, that hasn't been done, you know, because they like to categorize our shows as black shows. But the shows of the caliber that Shonda Rhimes has created, they can't categorize it as black shows. Like, they can't categorize. They have to put it in the category of drama, of action, of comedy, of, you know, they have to put it in its right genre. Like, they can't label it a black show. And so, to me, that is what Shonda Rhimes has brought to television. And so, I would love to meet her and pick her brain. I've read her book, The Year of Yes where she chose to say no to fear for a year and lived her life, you know, saying yes to all the things that she was afraid of. I would love to sit with her and pick her brain and, you know, just to get to know a lot more about her because there's so much that the world, like with Tyler Perry, he sat down and does so many interviews that we know so much about Tyler Perry because he's done so many interviews. Whereas Shonda Rhimes, she's a little bit more behind the scenes, so there's not so much you know, like public privilege information about her. So I would love to sit down with her and just pick her brain about her life, you know, just to know really more about her life in general and more about her creative process um, when she's coming up with the, the brilliance that is all of the shows that she created. You know, they're literally all brilliant. And then my third person is entrepreneur and businessman Robert F. Smith, who is one of our black billionaires. Now, Robert F. Smith is a huge, huge, huge black philanthropist. Like, he donates to all of these HBCUs every year. He donates to black charities, you know, all over the place. Like, he is one of our huge black philanthropist so I would love to pick his brain and just really find out you know like how has he amassed so much wealth and still stay so humble where he loves to give back to the black community the way he does because we have a lot of you know black billionaires that are not giving back you know to the community how they should you know or could just billionaires in general who are not you know, giving back to the community or giving, you know, giving back in general. But the things that he's doing, he's really, really phenomenal um, with philanthropy. Like, he's like one of those angel investors that, you know, just be investing in people's businesses. They don't even know where it's coming from, but it's coming from Robert F. Smith. Like, he's really legendary with his generosity. And so I would just love to pick, pick his brain 
you know, about how he's able to stay so humble with all of the success he's amassed and all of the wealth um, he's amassed. So he's definitely, you know, somebody for me that I would love to sit down with one day and just really get to pick his brain, you know, about everything he has going on. Because he's also invested into um, Dion Taylor, who is a film producer and director that I follow. Robert Smith has invested into his company, like $200 million into his company um, for a black film. So he's just, he's somebody that is always investing in black, always investing in black. And I just think that's so awesome and amazing. And so, yeah, I would just love to pick his brain. So those are my three um, business people and, you know, entertainers that I would love to, you know, pick their brains. And, um, yeah, so everything has been, you know, so wonderful tonight, CJ. I just want to thank you so very much for joining me. Um, it has been very informational, and I know that my guests, my supporters will love everything that you had to say, but we're all out of time for tonight. So thank you so much, CJ, for being my guest tonight. Can you let everybody know where they can find you again? Yep. Uh, you can find me at Mills by CJ on Instagram. And uh, thank you for having me. Yes, thank you so much. And shout out to our producer, Cindy Ashby. Thank you so much for all that you do. We appreciate you. And you guys can follow me on at Actualisa on Instagram or at Jalisa Williams on Instagram, my main page, or you guys can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, at Jalisa Williams. You can follow all the shows on this network at On The Wake Up Radio on Instagram, and you can support us by purchasing merch at www.onthewakeupradio.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. We had a great show. I hope you learned a lot. I hope we've helped you with your networking and your, you know, your business with our different advice that we gave tonight. Love you guys. Good night. Tell me who rock, who sell out in the stores? You tell me who flop, who cop the blue drop, who jewels got pops, who mostly go down to the blue drop. Look it up. Flawed individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Dang. Cindy Ashley On the wake up. You, the people, have the power. The power to create happiness. Let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us all unite. OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform.